Anything against us. Anything against us. Let them be bound. Let them be bound. I bind them now. I bind them now. I destroy them now. I destroy them now. But the blood of Jesus, 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 Holy Ghost, 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 I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. God Almighty, you are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are wonderful. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The Omega. The King of Kings. The King of Kings. The Lords of Lords. The Lord of Lords. Wonderful. Wonderful. Counselor. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The Omega. I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. Wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your way. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. Your divine revelations. Your divine Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that where two or three comes together in my name, Jesus Christ said that there I am in their midst. Also tonight, know that yes, Jesus Christ is here. 
the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here, we are in the presence of the living God, hallelujah. Then tonight we will have a privilege to sing unto God, as the praises goes up, His glory comes down. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mantolo prosanta la vida. Want everybody to stand right now, anybody? We, we just want you to know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
Tarabayate. We want to say, Father, we worship you. We give you glory all the all. All the praise. All the adoration. We want to tell you that you are waiting. Waiting to be praised. Waiting to be adored. Waiting to be glorified. You are wonderful, your master. You are wonderful, your savior. We give Jesus. Also tonight we will have a privilege to go through the word of God together and the word of testimony tonight. Worldwide WhatsApp group. As he was going through the messages on the group, he read it was mentioned that everyone should read 23 out loud. He knocked off from work, went home, and went inside his bedroom and began to pray. He had never prayed like the way he prayed after the reading of the scripture. He was on fire. He felt like a big weight has been lifted off his shoulder. He then relaxed on his couch. He had explained to the pastor that he was under debt review. So he could not get any loan or any other credit. His mailbox was not working, so he would spend some time without accessing his emails. To his surprise, he managed to go through his email and it was an email with a credit certificate attached. He had requested for prayer previously for his certificate to be released. His heart was filled with joy. The whole night, the, his heart was filled with joy the whole night because of this miracle. The certificate was sent twice before but he could not find it in his email. He said he is feeling free after that encounter 
and also confirmed that the WhatsApp group has the fire of God all over it. He said he is free and no longer depressed by his death issues like he used to do. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 7 a.m., we have our morning prayer, which is followed by our midday service at 5 to 12. Then we have our evening service, which starts at half past 6 every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12. And we also have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, uh, the banking details are shared on our different uh, WhatsApp groups on Messenger, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will get the word of God from the book of Colossians chapter 2 from verse five, from verse 4 in IV. Colossians 2 from verse 4 it says, I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world, rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form, and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. Amen. I will also read Psalm 42 from verse 1, NIV. Psalm 42 verse 1 reads as follows. As the deer pants for streams of water. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, read, the, Amen. read the following. is coming there. Read this one. Read this one. For Yes.
Amen. I will read some for 43 from verse 3 NIV. It says, Send me your light and your faithful care. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my joy and my delight. I will praise you with the lie, O God, my God. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. For I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. I will also read Psalm 44 from verse 1. It says, We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in days long ago. With your hand you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their thread that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God who decrees victories for Jacob. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, um, we're going to be going straight to the Word of God, you know. The Word of God is going to be taught with power, power of the Holy Spirit, power to heal, power to bless, power to protect, power to change situations. As the Word of God is coming to you wherever you are, no matter what you're going through, no matter the problem, just connect to that anointing by faith. And uh, with God, all things are possible. You know, during the midday service, we had a privilege to go through certain verses, certain scriptures, which was very, very powerful. You know, after the service, I went to listen to it myself, and I was getting blessed myself. I was like, what? I could not know that this word of God was so powerful. But when I was listening to it, I was like, what? What a revelation is this? The revelation... Uh, was so powerful. Uh, God will help us to meditate upon it again and again. Anyway, let us go straight to the book of Psalm chapter 43. Let us read from verse number number 2 going downwards. The Bible says that you are my God, my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemies? Okay, first of all, we're going to go in this portion which says that you are my stronghold. This must be a confession of every child of God where you go like Jehovah. You are my stronghold. You are my stronghold. You must have this attitude, this knowledge, this revelation, this faith that Jehovah is your stronghold. Jehovah is Jehovah must be the source of your power. Jehovah must be the source of your blessing. 
He must be the source of your strength. You must go like Jehovah. You are the source of my strength. That's what David is saying, that you are my stronghold. That means he's trying to say that God, oh God, without you, there is no any other source of power I depend upon. There is no so other any other source of blessing I depend upon. But you are my stronghold. You are the source of my power. You are the source of our blessing. This is what actually it must be on uh, every child of God. Know Jehovah as your stronghold. Hallelujah. And he says that, why have you rejected me? You know, when we were, we were, when I was reading during prayer this verse, and it says that, why have you rejected me? I had a revelation that, you know, in our time, the Bible says that, I will never leave you, no, nor forsake you. It will never happen that God will reject you as a child of God. God says that in his word. I will never leave you nor forsake you. God has said that. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never reject you. That's what God has said. Then you see, um, David when he says that, Hey, why have you rejected me? Because there are certain things that people say sometimes when they are stranded. There are certain things when people say when they are in trouble. Sometimes it could be by their own mistakes. Sometimes it could be by something that they are not doing right. Then after that, they end up thinking and saying that God have rejected them. But, you know, let me tell you this. When you are working with God, what is very, very much important? I want you to get this. What is very, very much important is what does the Word of God say about you? What does God say about you and about your situation? It's so important to know the Word of God. Otherwise, if you don't know the Word of God, sometimes your feelings may lie to you. Your feelings may lie to you. And sometimes you think that God has rejected you. Sometimes you think that God has forsaken you. But first of all, when you know the word of God, that God says that never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. That means you will know that it's impossible for God to, to leave you nor forsake you. It is important, it is impossible to, 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 for that to happen because God has said it in his word. Let us just pass through that verse so that um, we can understand that this is what God has said. It's not what we are trying to say for God. It's exactly what God has, what, what God has said. Hebrews chapter, chapter 13, verse number 5. The Bible said that, okay, First portion of the of that verse, which we are not looking for for now, keep your uh, your life free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. 
Because God said, the Bible says, God said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. God says that I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. We have said it. God has said it. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And Jesus said that, Lo, I am with you until the very end of the age. That means if you wake up one day, when you wake up and you feel like you are not feeling the presence of God, and you begin to think, Oh, God have left me, and God have left you, it's, not, it's just a feeling, it's not correct, it's not right. According to the scriptures, the Bible says that God said that never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. God will never leave you. Never will I forsake you, never will I leave you. God said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Then so it is. Then let me tell you this. You, 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 you reach to the level where you have to walk with God according to his word and you believe his word because his word is final. His word is not conditional. It's not seasonal. His word, the Bible says that, um, Jesus said that on his word, not even a dot of an eye will be lost in his word. God is watching over his word. Then the problem is that many people, they are walking with God by feelings. When you walk with God with feelings, you feel, when you feel his presence, oh, you say, oh, yes, God is here. When you don't feel like you don't feel the presence of God, oh, God has left, have left you, you think God has left you, God has left you. It's not. Sometimes some people, when they see problems in their lives, when they see challenges in their life, that's when they begin to think, oh, that means God is not here. That's why this is happening. That's why they are in this attack. Can't you know? It doesn't mean so. It doesn't mean so. For example, there is a, a, a verses that we usually like. As this uh, verses that we usually like is uh, like the verses where the Bible talks about one day the army of Arameans came, when this army of Arameans came to arrest the man of God by the name of Elijah. Elijah. And the Bible says that the servant of the man of God, he looked at the hills and he said that, oh, man of God, uh, look at the army of soldiers coming to arrest them. First of all, look at the army of the Lord coming to arrest them. Okay, first of all, when that army of Aramean comes to arrest the men of God, was God not there? God was there. The army is coming to arrest the men of God. God is there. Then it depends on, on which perspective are you looking. From the perspective of the servant of the men of God, he doesn't know what is happening in the spiritual realm. He doesn't see what is happening in the spiritual realm. Then he says that, oh, the soldiers are coming to arrest them. They are in danger. But what did the man of God say? The Bible says that what the man of God says, he says that, no, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. 
this army is not coming because we are outnumbered. This army is not coming against us because uh, maybe God is not with us. God is with us. And the Bible says that when he had said so, he prayed and said, Oh God, open his eyes. When God opens his eyes, he actually see that, yes, the hills are full of chariots of fire. The hills are full of chariots of fire. And indeed, the army of God, which was with them on their side, was greater than the army of Arameans coming to arrest them. And it is not only so, all the time, God is always with you. You are a child of God. The Bible says that. Don't you know that you yourself, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And God's Spirit dwells in you. God's Spirit lives in you. Don't you know that you yourself, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God lives in you. It's just that, you know, when you don't know that God lives in you, then there will be a time that you think, oh, God have left you. But in reality, have God left you? God did not leave you. He is always, He dwells in you. As a child of God, you need to have that revelation that God dwells in you. God lives in you. And He's not living in you to visit. He's not with you. The Bible doesn't say that He is there in you, visiting in you. The Bible doesn't say that. God is not visiting in you. God is living in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the carriers of God. As we say that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, we are the carriers of God. God is not visiting in you. God is living in us. And, and when you know that, it, it must be final in your mind that you believe it. You know it, that God lives in, dwells in you. God does not visit in you. Can you say, God lives in me? God lives in me. God lives in me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, then God lives in you. God is not visiting in you. God is not visiting. God is not visiting, but God is living in us. We are his temple. Then, you know, here when David is praying, and says, why have you rejected me? Why have you rejected me? Let me tell you this. Let us give an example with somebody like uh, Daniel. The Bible talks about Daniel praying and fasting for 21 days. Daniel prays day number one. Nothing happens. Until on the day number 21, the Bible says that the angel come. They, when the angel Gabriel says that, yes, Daniel, day number one, when you have been praying, God has answered your prayer. As God have answered your prayer in day number one, it's just that the answer was coming. As we were bringing the answer from heaven, there was a spirit, a prince of patience who were trying to fight them, these angels, from bringing the results from heaven. 
as these angels will bring the, uh, the answer, then they had to first fight this spirit. But the more Daniel waited upon the Lord, the more Daniel fasted, the more Daniel prayed, they said, we were getting victorious. That's why on the day number 21, I was able to bring this answer to you. But Daniel, if he was praying this kind of prayer of David that he was praying here, he would have thought, oh, day number one, nothing happens. Day number two, nothing happened. Day number three, nothing. Maybe God have rejected me. But did God reject him? No, God did not reject him. God did not reject him. The, it is not scriptural that God is rejecting you. God is not rejecting you. From the first day, God have answered Daniel's prayer. Daniel's prayer from the first day, his prayer has been answered. It's just that here the process has started. The angel has been dispatched from heaven and the answer is coming. So is David in this prayer. David might have think that, why God have you rejected me? But did God reject David? Absolutely not. The answer is coming. You know, sometimes be conscious when you're praying. Don't just pray anyhow. Be conscious of what you say. Oh God, why have you rejected? God have never said he have rejected you. Oh God, why have you left me? God have never said he's leaving you. Then, Sometimes you find yourself, you are accusing God things he did not do. You say, why have you rejected me? God, I have never rejected you. Oh God, why have you forsaken? God, I have never forsaken you. Some people, they pray that prayer. You know, like, I remember one day we were talk, I was talking about the song. Some people sing, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani. Why? They say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, they, they've created a song. This song is the song out of the words that Jesus Christ spoke when he was on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says that when Jesus Christ was carrying the sins of the whole world, as he was carrying the sins of the whole world, the Bible says that Jesus as uh, the God, God, Papa God, for the first time he was separated from with, uh, with Jesus Christ. And he turned and looked aside. When he looked aside, that's when Jesus Christ began to cry, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But this scenario, it, for Jesus on the cross, it was right that happened on the cross. But for you today, it's not... It is not right to say to sing that song, to make it a song and say, my God, my God, why have we forsaken you? You are not Jesus. You are not carrying the sins of the whole world. And God is not rejecting you. Then to sing that kind of a song is wrong. To say that kind of a thing is wrong. You are not Jesus. You are not carrying the sins of the whole world. And God has not forsaken you. That means if you're going to say, Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabbath, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You will be wrong because God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's not forsaking any, any one of us. You would have been um, accusing God of what he have not done. Then, you know, yes, people say things when they're in trouble, even say things that they don't mean. 
And let me tell you this. Many people sometimes they fall into trouble because sometimes they have not done their responsibility. God have said do one, two, three. And there are certain principles to do to stay out of trouble. And you find that this person did not do what it's enough to stay out of trouble. And they find themselves in trouble just because they did not do what God told them to do. And now they are disparate. When they are disparate, they say, oh God, why have you forsaken me? It's like you have forsaken me. No, God did not forsake. It's just that they did not do what they are supposed to do. Most of the time it's that. Some people, they did not do what God says that they must do. That's why they find themselves in trouble. And they think, oh, maybe it is God. God, where are you? And God is saying that I, I am where you left me because uh, it is, was not God who, who moved away. It was them. I want to just ask to pass through the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Can we pass through there? Let us read from verse number 1. The Bible says that if you fully obey the Lord, you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow all his commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations. And all these blessings will come on you and accompany you. If you obey the Lord your God, the Bible says that, you know, if you obey the Lord your God, that means God have said that have, have, have God have got a law, God have got the word, the word that reveals His will, that He have taught us, that He have given to us. That once we practice that word, once we practice that word, the Bible says that if you carefully follow all His command, I give you today, the Lord will set you high above all nations on earth. And all these blessings will accompany you if you obey the Lord. Then when someone did not dare to go and find out what is the will of God, what is the word of God says, and when they did not know it and they did not practice it, tomorrow things are not going well. They say, oh God, why have you forsaken me? God says that if you obey the word of God. Then they are the one who did not do first what God said that they must do. Now, because they're in trouble, that's when they want God. And they wonder why things are not moving as they should. And that's why we are having this kind of prayers. The prayer like what you are hearing now. Why have you rejected me? Did God ever say that he's rejecting David? No, he'd never say so. Okay, let us go on. Why must I go about mourning? You see, this may be someone, you know, who have not been maintaining their relationship with God. We have got people like that. When it is time to pray, they don't want to pray. When it's time to fast, they don't want to fast. When it's time to spend their time in the presence of God, they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to do so. When is the time to develop their relationship with God? They don't want to do that. But when they are looking for the miracle... And when they want God to answer, they want to call and God to answer now. Not everybody can call and God answer now. Only those who have natured their relationship with God, they've got such access. Where they can call and Jehovah answer now. 
But to someone who have nurtured their relationship with God, sometimes, you know, their, their communication, their relationship, their trust is not that much. Then this person is trying to call upon God. Like someone who have been having a relationship with God, who, when that, that person have developed the relationship with God, and does not get the results like of the person who have got a close relationship with God, and think, maybe there is something wrong with God. Maybe the word of God doesn't work. The word of God works. Everything that the word of God talks about is true, and the word of God talks about is true. Absolutely true. It is absolutely correct. But the problem is when someone does not have that relationship with God. After that, they say, oh, God, do this, and God, relax. That's when they become disparate. When they disparate, oh, God, why they, 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 why have you rejected me? God, I didn't reject you. It's just that this one have the relationship with God. Also, this one have been praying three times a day, like Daniel. This one have been fellowshipping with God more often. That's why they will call and God answers now. Then you also begin to work your relationship out. You see, this one is working the relationship with God out, but very late, you know. That's the advantage, you know, as a child of God, when you are working out your relationship with God in time. When you are investing in time, because the day that you want God to show up, it won't take you much. You just say, in the name of Jesus, and things happen. In the name of Jesus, things move quickly. There's someone who doesn't have. They don't have enough time to pray. They don't have enough time to pray, and they are looking for a miracle now. And the problem is that when they got the time to work out their, their relationship, they did not. Then they want to be like this one who's calling God and answer. Can't this one is not just praying now. He has been praying for some time. Amen. We have been praying for some time. We have been investing. But this one who doesn't pray now, he wants want God, want God to show up. In the name of Jesus Christ. And he wonder ah, why is God not showing up? No, those days when others were fasting and you were eating, that is the problem. That day when others were spending their time in the presence of God and you were busy with the other things that were you were not in the presence of God, that was the problem. That day that you had other people praying, 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 and you were quiet, not even praying, not even praying. That's the problem. That's the problem. But if you want God to show up quickly, if you want God to pray, that you pray and God shows up, you work out your relationship with God in time. You don't wait. You don't. You don't. You don't wait for problem then pray. Only those who are baby Christian do it like that. They wait for trouble. When trouble have come, that's when they want to pray. Very late. But you know, as a child of God. You maintain the relationship with, with God. You spend time in the presence of God. Hey, sometimes when you're praying, we're not praying because we've got prayer requests. We're not praying because we have got any problem. Most of the time in this, in, this, in this hour that we spend in prayer, 
in the hour that you spend in the presence of God. You might think that you have got any problem. Sometimes some people might think that we are praying for someone. We're not even praying for someone. We're not even having any prayer point. We're just praying. We're just enjoying fellowshipping with God. Fellowshipping with God. Communicating with our Father. Not because there is any problem. Not because there is a prayer request. Hallelujah. Amen. But sometimes on that fellowship, you won't see the reason why we are praying the way we are praying. Uh, But come, come the day that we are looking for a miracle. One word will settle an issue. One word. One word. We're going to just speak a word and situation change. That was the secret of Jesus. You know, you look at Jesus. He's in the sea. There's a storm. He wants the storm to stop. He doesn't pray for two hours. He doesn't pray for three hours. He speaks a word, say, be still, and the sea storm died down. You see him going to the, to, the, to the grave of Lazarus. He told them, take away the tombstone. He doesn't pray for three hours. He speaks a word. Lazarus come out. The dead man come back to life. You see him, he's about to cast out a demon. He said to you, demon, come out! And the demon come out. Just like that. What was the secret? The secret, he goes even beyond that. He goes to the mountain to pray the whole night. He go and spend time in the presence of God. Then the day that he's looking for a miracle, just one word settles the matter. Then sometimes it's that. Then if you want to be someone who God answers your prayers quickly, that's the secret. Learn to spend time in the, with, and fellowship with God. Spend time with God. Not praying because there is a problem. Not praying because there is a challenge. When we maintain the relationship with God, the day that we want God to show up, it is easy and God answers our prayer quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. Then let us go to the book of um, Psalm 43, verse number 3. The Bible says that, Send me your light and your faithful care. Let them lead me. Let them, let them bring me to your holy mountain, a place where you dwell. The Bible says that, hey, send me your light, send me your direction. And your faithful care, and let, let them lead me. Help, that's, let, let, send me the Holy Spirit. Let, you see, it's, it's, a different, it's a different, you know, scenario. Because like in the Old Testament, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit did not used to dwell the way he dwells with us, in us. You don't, you don't say, send me the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you. You know, this song is a very wonderful song. It says that, The Holy Spirit must come down And Africa will be saved Africa will be saved Africa will be saved the Holy Spirit must come down and Africa will be saved. Ah, ah. You know, it sounds is like it's very, very correct. Is it correct? No, it's not. 
according to the Bible, according to the, to the word of God, the Holy Spirit have come down already. He's not going to come down again. The Holy Spirit have come down already. He have come down already. He's in us. We have been baptized by the Holy Ghost. Then which other the Holy Spirit God must send? He is here. I don't know whether I'm talking to someone. Amen. Then the Holy Spirit is here. Then he's not about to send the Holy Spirit. No. The Holy Spirit from within you is the one who gives you direction now. From within you, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Is the same thing we're talking about the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hey, that holy, let me tell you this. In the book of John, chapter 3, when you go down, uh, even Matthew chapter 3, Matthew chapter 3, you will hear that John says that. Um, Jesus Christ, the one who's coming after me, he is full la kratopasontala brayade. You see, he says that you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That's, uh, that is Acts chapter 1. But he, John says that the, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire because the Holy Spirit has got power himself. The power is he's having power in him. I want you to get that. Then someone will be saying, I'm looking for another. No. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is called Christ. The word Christ means what? Anointed one and his anointing. Anointed one and his anointing is called what? The Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit carries fire, carries anointing. In you, when he's in you, he's within you with the anointing, with power. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> then that's one thing that you must know that that Holy Spirit in us, with us, he's having power, fire. We are not really looking for another power. We are not really looking for another anointing. The anointing in the Holy Spirit is enough to do anything. You must just let that anointing come out. The Holy Ghost release that anointing. And that anointing is enough to do anything. Hallelujah. Okay. Then the Bible says that, hey, um, I will go to the altar of my God. I will go to the altar of my God. You see, he's saying that, okay. He's not coming to his senses. He said, I want to go to the altar of my God. To the altar. To you. He wants to go to the presence of God. You understand that on the Old Testament, people, when they want to meet God, they used to go to, to the temple of God. 
Not in the New Testament. In the New Testament, where two or three comes together in my name, there I am in their midst. We talked about this in the, in the afternoon. That where Jesus is, the Holy Spirit is there. God Almighty is there. Where the Holy Spirit is, Jesus is there. God Almighty is there. Where Papa God is, Jesus is there. The Holy Spirit, they are not separable. When the Bible says, where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. That means heaven is. Hallelujah. Wow, that means, oh, that time you want to invite heaven down. You want, I don't know, that, that time. You want to make an emergency call. You just say, let us come together in the name of Jesus Christ. That's it. When you let them come in the name of Jesus, heaven is there. The time of those services is the meeting with heaven. That's what he knew. That's the secret that he had there. Is the time to have a meeting with heaven. Like now, we're not having a fellowship meeting with each other. It's fellowship with heaven. Is that other special coming of the Holy Ghost and Papa God and Lord Jesus Christ? Yes, because we are saying this because you have been crying, oh God, why have you first? And they realize, oh man, why am I crying like this? Let me just go to the presence of God. So that the presence of God, the Lord will deliver him. The Lord will fight for him. The Lord will solve whatever is the problem. This is a revelation that you begin to have as a child of God, that you are deliverance, you are healing, you are blessed. It's come from the presence of God. It comes from the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, with this we can talk the whole night. These verses are so rich. But I want us to begin to prepare tonight to go and pray. And pray, just allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Just allow the Holy Spirit to enable you to pray and give direction. Give direction. Give revelation out of that problem. Out of that challenge. It doesn't matter which sector is it coming from. As you are doing that prayer, everything will be getting loose. Everything will be turning around for your good. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Oh, my God. 
Ghost, Holy 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 Ghost, Anything which is not of God in my life, in my body, in my career, in my anything, in my anything, in our finances, in my path. In my anything, catch fire now, catch fire now, catch fire now, I command them, come out, come out, out. 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 Say anything which is not of God. Can you say anything which is not of God? Anything which is not of God. In my body. In my body. In my family. In my family, in my family, in my career, in my career, in my path, in my path, in my October, in my October, in my November, in my November, in my December. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, 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 I command them to the abyss. Say, I command everything to turn around for my good. I command everything to turn around for my good. Say, everything turn around for my good. Everything turn around for my good. Say, let there be miracle jobs. Say miracle chops. Miracle chops. Miracle chops. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say let there be light. Let there 
In my life. In my family. In my family. In our careers. In our careers. Say, let there be light. Let it be light. In our countries. In our countries. Let there be light. Let there be light. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every problem you had in every sector of your life, that problem is solved in Jesus' name. Every problem is solved in Jesus' name. I said tonight we are out of every problem in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Congratulations. Tonight there may be someone who wants to renew their vows, who wants to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Lord, you are my Lord, you are my Savior, you are my Lord, wash me with your blood, wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. If there was anybody praying for the first time that yes, you are born again, yes, you are saved, yes, you are a child of the living God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. How many... If I may ask, how many people were praying and fasting here for these 21 days? Those who were praying and who were fasting these 21 days. Hallelujah. Those who were praying and fasting um this coming week I want to pray for those who are praying for 21 days and do a fasting. Uh, I want to pray for them. Uh, but there are some people I'm, I'm asking I'm asking uh, that we, we, we break uh, on 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 Thursday to those who are praying and fasting. I'm asking that we, we break on Thursday. Just go extra mile. There's something that needs to be to be uh, to be achieved for your sake. There's something that needs to be achieved for your sake. It's only a few days. Extra. 
just basera it you will see what is going to do to your life you will see what is going to do to your prayer life let us just go extra build extra mile in continuation hallelujah anyway tonight let us share the grace and may the grace of our lord jesus christ may the grace of jesus christ the love of god the love of god the fellowship of the holy spirit the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all be with us all Surely goodness and love Surely goodness and love shall follow me shall follow me all the days of my life all the life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and I will dwell with the Lord forever in the name of Jesus I want to say to you have a blessed week have a blessed night in the name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen bye bye Bye. 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 Bye.